0: Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hi, buddy boo. I'm excited to give you a back pocket tool today. We are going to get straight into this because... I want to give you a quick fix for people pleasing. And no, is that a lifelong habit that we can quickly fix overnight for the rest of time? Absolutely not, of course. But this is something that you can use in your everyday life, like listen to this podcast, turn it off, and then go out into the world and use this tool immediately. So I'm going to put you in your back pocket, put it in your little little satchel, like your little, what's that popular thing right now? My husband just got me one. It's not a crossbody. It's like the fanny pack, but it's like across your chest. I don't know if there's a name for it. Anyway, that's what we're doing today. We're going to talk about how to approach a decision that could potentially be people-pleasing and how to make it in a different way. So (sighs) here's the metaphor of the day. You're welcome in advance. What we're doing today is giving you a way to get on the bridge quickly and efficiently across to the other side where you're going to make this decision that you want to make instead of going into the swamp and kind of like mucking around in the swamp and getting stuck and getting lost and getting distracted and feeling gross. This is what we're talking about with our quick fix tool for people pleasing. The bridge is the fastest, easiest way to what do I want? So, if you are trying to make a decision, big or small, but usually the smallest ones are the easiest ones to work with because they also happen all the dang time. So, small decision where you wanna say yes to something, you wanna say no to something, you wanna be honest in something, you wanna not talk about something, you have an opportunity to make a decision that is authentic to you versus the decision you might make out of people pleasing. Okay, that's what we're talking about. And we wanna give you a bridge that's like, Here's what I want to do, and I'm going. Here I go across the bridge. Oh, here I am on the other side of the bridge. I made the decision. Yay. The swamp has all the other million questions we could ask, besides what do I want, that have this amazing potential to drain all of our energy and take all of our time and cause all of this angst. So I want you to pay attention to am I going into the swamp? Am I getting stuck in the swamp? And normally, The way this ends up phrasing in your mind when you're in the swamp, it sounds like, is it okay? The question you are focusing on is not, what do I want? It's, is it okay to upset Moira? Is it okay to disappoint David? Is it okay to inconvenience Alexis? Is it okay to let Johnny down? This is a low quality question because it isn't super helpful. Because you're either going to answer it with your default belief which doesn't take any energy. The default belief is because the synapses are already wired together in your brain. So when you ask your brain this question, is it okay? It's going to answer, no, it's not okay. You can't let people down. You can't disappoint this person. You can't, it's not okay. So you're either just asking a question that you already have a default answer, queued up and ready to go, or you're going to have to work really hard to come up with a reason that it is okay to upset, disappoint, inconvenience, blah, blah, blah. And that's not super helpful because it's framing the situation as if it is factual, that you are doing something wrong and you need to justify it. So even doing that hard work of, well, it's okay to upset her because in this circumstance, I don't think that that's the best use of your time. takes more work, doesn't feel great. Let's do something else, shall we? Let's pull out our pocket tool. Mm. Here's your new question. Here's how you get on the bridge and out of the swamp. Instead of, is it okay? I want you to ask, can I handle it? This is a high quality question because it lets you check in with yourself real time and it gives you valuable data to inform your next step. That way you end up on the bridge across the swampy bits and on the other side with a decision that you can totally stand behind. So let's look at an example. You want to say no to coming into the office instead of signing on to Zoom for some dumb meeting that you don't even need to be in in the first place. Sound familiar? Your brain might want to go into the swamp and ask, oh my gosh, is it okay to upset Moira though? Here's where we shift our focus. We shift our focus by saying, can I handle it if Moira gets upset? This is going to instruct your brain to start imagining, what do I think will happen when I think Moira gets upset? This is pure, solid gold. We usually skip this part. But many, many times at this point in our coaching conversations, when someone's thinking through, well, what do I think is going to happen if Moira gets upset? Their answer is nothing. It's bananas, Phil. But think about it. If Moira's upset in your real life, are you going to know? At least half the time, people who are afraid of upsetting other people and therefore basing their decisions on that fear, when we check in with like, how are you going to know they're upset what's going to happen to you, what is going to happen for you in your real life, they can't come up with anything. All they imagine that scenario being is they are sitting there thinking, Moira's probably upset with me, which... (gasps) Can you handle that? Even if that's how it plays out, even if you say, no, I'm not coming in, and then you sit there the rest of the day and you imagine Moira being upset at you, can I handle that is a very useful question. Because if you can, then yay, you get a green light to make the decision that you want. Cross the bridge. Authentic decision we can stand behind. ba damn. Now, that's not always the case. Sometimes we do imagine, oh, she's going to get upset and then she is going to say something. And there is more gold because we want to play this scenario full out. We don't want to just stop at that uncomfortable bit where we're like, the world is over. You can't see me, but you can hear my shoulders hiking up. So we don't want to stop there. We want to keep going in this movie that you're playing in your mind. Okay, she gets upset. And what happens? She says, I am very disappointed in you. I expected you to be better. Okay, great. Now we have what we think might happen when she gets upset. Do you think you can handle that? And this is where you get to be honest. Remember I said this is going, it's a high quality question because you get to check in with yourself real time. You want to ask, can I handle this right now? Do I have the emotional capacity? Do I have the strength? Do I have the inner steadiness to survive this experience? Because we're not making light of this thing that you're afraid of. You might be expecting a really bad reaction, you might be expecting a really terrible consequence, and we want to make sure you think you can actually handle it. And if you don't this second, maybe we don't tell her no this second. Maybe we don't make this decision this second. Maybe you actually do want to stand firm in your decision, but you know you're going to go down a rabbit hole if you get any response and you're going to do a little, little little bit of a stress spiral. So you give yourself permission to uh, not open emails for an hour. You're going to say, nope, I'm not coming to that meeting, but I don't want to open myself up to any reactions or at least 30 minutes. So you've gotten yourself a little bit more resourced. Maybe you actually don't think you can handle it. And that's good to know, because then, like I said, you have data that's going to inform your next steps. You have options. You don't just have to stop at, oh, I don't think I can handle that, so I have to make the decision that's the people-pleasing one. You have options because you you can get help. You can say, I really do want to make this decision that I want to make. I want to get across the bridge. I want to do what I want, but I need help. I don't know that I can handle the perceived or potential consequences, and I need to do something about that so that I have support or guidance or a safety net on the other side of this bridge. So I need to do that first, and then I can make this decision and feel good about it. You also might find, I don't think I can handle that right now. And you might end up making the decision that sounded people-pleasing in the beginning. You might go to the meeting, but this time you're doing it for yourself instead of out of people-pleasing. And we make these decisions all the time. We make these compromises, but I want you to feel like you can take real ownership of it. Like, you know what? It's not worth it. It's not worth the potential fight or the potential scolding or the potential backlash. I don't have the energy for that, or this isn't important enough to me, and I'm going to make this decision to go, but knowing it's the better choice for me today in today's truth and deciding how I want to view the situation, not, oh my gosh, I can't upset Moira, so I have to say yes to this. Do you see the difference? So you can apply this to anything, any potentially people-pleasing decision with your boss, colleague, coworker, neighbor, mom, dad, son, daughter, sister, brother, best friend, frenemy, colleague on Instagram, networking, stranger you just met, partner, roommate, anyone. You can take ownership of whatever decision you make with this handy tool, switching out of Is it okay? And into, can I handle it? And you can make any decision in the end. That's the fun part. Because the point of changing your people pleasing habits is not (laughs) to become the most defiant, unprofessional, lazy, selfish person on the planet. I promise you are nowhere near that person. Even if you tried to get to that place, you'd have to work so hard to (laughs) become that person. And this is usually where we get afraid. When we're trying to change our people pleasing, we're like afraid, oh my gosh, I'm gonna immediately become this lazy, selfish person. And that's not the point. The point is to take more ownership of your decisions. That's it. To make decisions for more reasons that you choose and that you like. And sometimes we're gonna decide to do things for other people that we are not super jazzed about, but we'll own it. Sometimes we'll do things because they're what we have the energy for and we'll own that. And sometimes we really wanna do the thing that is going to piss somebody off or let them down, etc. So in those instances, I hope this tool helps you get out of the swamp, get back onto the bridge, getting you quickly and easily across to the other side, to where you want to be, to the person you want to be, which is a self-honoring decision machine who may be a little uncomfortable with someone else's reaction, but who also knows they're resilient and resourced enough right now to handle it and that it's worth it for the sake of making a choice they love. (gasps) Handy dandy. I super hope that this helps you. I super hope you use it, you try it out. And I want to hear from you. I would love if you found this useful for you to do me the favor of rating and reviewing this podcast. It helps other people find it and find these tools and resources. And that is what we are all about here, getting quality decision guidance into the hands of the masses so that normal, everyday, regular people can feel amazing about the choices they're making. And if you're listening real time and you've been listening to the podcast for a while or this episode particularly pinged for you and you were like, "Mm, I think I'm into this coaching thing, you should definitely come to the workshop we are hosting live on Zoom in June of 2023. So you can sign up right now for free at kirstenparker.com forward slash no regrets. That's right. It's a workshop all about making your decisions regret proof. Oh, you heard me right. If you want to regret proof your decisions so that you can make a decision and then feel confident about it and feel clear and not angst about what you might regret or not let the fear of regret hold you back from making the decision for years and years and years, oh my gosh, this workshop is for you. Go get your free ticket right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash no regrets. I will see you there. We will do coaching. We will change your relationship with regret. We will remove this giant obstacle from your decision making. It will be so fun. And if you're not listening real time, there will be some resource waiting for you here. So kirstenparker.com forward slash no regrets. Have a beautiful weekend, and I hope to see you soon hey there quick question how easy does it feel to say no to requests or invites that you really don't want to agree to hmm not so much If you find yourself saying yes to things you don't want to do over and over, or putting yourself through agony just to get to a no, and then feeling super guilty and maybe even doing it anyway, you're going to love the crash course on how to say no. You can get it for free right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. You'll get a complete PDF workbook with two whole pages of example sentences at the end, literally how to say no to requests and invites, and an 11-minute crash course video training that simplifies. The whole overwhelming shenanigans of saying no. So you can do it without being a terrible person, ruining a relationship, or ending up doing the thing anyway. Go get it now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. Enjoy!